We've been talking today about Chinese history in the U.S., but now let's head just south of the California border to the large, bustling city of Mexicali, Mexico. If you ask people here about the city's most notable regional cuisine, they won't say street tacos or mole. They'll say Chinese food. Mexicali has something like 200 Chinese restaurants. Why? The answer has a lot to do with United States history and a law passed well over a century ago. Reporter Lisa Morehouse has the story. People have eaten Chinese food in Mexicali, Mexico for over 100 years. Today, one of the oldest and grandest restaurants is called El Dragon. The food's unique to this region, Chinese with some Mexican flavors, explains co-owner George Lim. This new dish, uh, it's uh, arrachera, which is like uh, the best meat for, uh, for tacos. Beef with asparagus and black bean sauce. While the meat's clearly Mexican. And asparagus uh, could be both Chinese and, and Mexican, but the sauce, the black bean, that's Chinese. It was mostly Chinese immigrants who first settled Mexicali over a century ago. We'll explain why in just a minute. At that time, Chinese cooks used Mexican ingredients like chilies, jicama, and certain cuts of meat because they were the only things available. Now, Chinese food has such a culinary legacy in Mexicali that it makes better business sense for George Lim to commute south across the border from his home in California every day for work. He brings out another hybrid dish. There's this egg roll that this, uh, actually this cook invented. It's this Chinese egg roll, but he makes it with shrimp, cilantro, and Philadelphia cheese. It seems like it shouldn't be good, but it is. And this is the only place I've ever seen avocado and fried rice. Food like this can be found in establishments all over this region. The restaurants that you see now are the remnant of the Chinese population that used to fill the U.S.-Mexico borderlands in Mexicali and in Baja California. This is Robert Chow Romero, a professor at UCLA. He teaches in both the Chicano Studies and Asian American Studies departments. Chinese started to go to Mexico after the Chinese Exclusion Act was passed in the United States. Okay, to understand that, we have to go back to the 19th century. Chinese immigrant laborers began arriving in California in the 1840s and 50s for the gold rush. They helped build the transcontinental railroad and establish agriculture and fishing industries in the West. It's kind of a sad history. White workers in California did not like Chinese immigrant laborers. They felt that the Chinese worked for really cheap wages and they couldn't compete. And so there was an organized anti-Chinese movement So in 1882, Congress passed the Chinese Exclusion Act, prohibiting any immigration of Chinese laborers. The Chinese were the first ethnic group ever in U.S. history to be singled out and banned from the United States. The Exclusion Act didn't stop immigration. It just redirected it. Tens of thousands of Chinese went to Mexico and eventually got smuggled into the U.S. So the Chinese invented undocumented immigration from Mexico smuggling with coyotes. Guides hired to lead people across the border. And smuggling with false papers and in boats and in trains and all those kinds of things. The infrastructure for that was all uh, invented by, by the Chinese. In fact, today's Border Patrol grew out of what was called the Mounted Guard of Chinese Inspectors. 
These were men on horseback, then cars and even boats, who monitored the border from Texas to California to keep the Chinese out. Many Chinese immigrants settled in Mexicali, becoming grocers, merchants, and restaurant owners. Others did smuggle across and made lives in the U.S., including Imperial County, California. Mr. G. Hi, I'm Lisa. This history played out over generations in Edmund G.'s family. I meet G at his house in the town of Brawley, California. He's a leader in the Chinese-American community. I'm the president of Imperiali Benevolent Association for many, many years. His family's relationship with the U.S. started three generations back. Great-grandpa came over. With a few others from his village in southern China. Then after that, they all tried to come across through Mexico, special to uh, the Rio Grande River. Sometimes the water is dry. They can walk, uh, do little swimming over to the United States. He's one of them. Unfortunately, one got caught in El Paso. They had to send him back. <laughs> but years later, in the 30s, G's father made it probably as a paper son, which means he used fake documents to come through San Francisco, finding his way to Imperial County, where he started working at a restaurant. Edmund G. ran a grocery store here for 43 years, and he's co-owned a couple Chinese restaurants in Imperial County. About 15 miles away in the city of El Centro, the Fortune Garden restaurant is packed. The Salcedo family sits in a coveted booth, almost drooling as they wait for their food to arrive. They drive over an hour, a couple times a month, just to eat their favorite dishes. The salt and pepper fish. Uh, it's like red fish. Sort of like a Baja style yeah. fish. But yeah, yeah with the peppers and, and um, the, the chili peppers and onion and stuff like that. To us, it's like a, a fusion, Mexican ingredients with the Chinese. It's very different than if you go to any other Chinese, Americanized Chinese restaurant. I leave the Salcedo family as they carefully mix Chinese mustard, a little spicy sriracha and ketchup into a special dipping sauce for barbecue pork. When they, when they order, they don't say barbecue pork. They say canita, canita colorada. This is restaurant owner Janessa Zhao, who came to the U.S. from southern China. Her husband, Carlos, is from Mexicali, Mexico, where he worked in Chinese restaurants. The food doesn't look exactly like what Zhao remembers from back in China. You can see every table, they have lemon. Chinese food, you don't eat lemon, right? And the kitchen looks different, too. Here, the cooks speak to each other in Cantonese, but the waiters speak Spanish and English. One simple snapshot of how history has shaped the people and cuisine in three different countries. Lisa Morehouse is a reporter based in San Francisco. She produced that story through a fellowship at Hedgebrook, a residency for women writers. Vicki Lee helped with reporting and translating. 